Welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need, no matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project. We got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Coming to you live today from the Bellman Homes studio. I am David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and thank you for tuning in to The Home Building Hero today. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future content. Hey guys, today's topic is natural gas prices and how they are going to be affecting home builds and living in a home in the future. Well, as you know, if you haven't seen already, the price at the pump when you get gasoline for your vehicle has climbed steadily in the last nine months. And uh, here in Wisconsin, we are seeing a $3.10 per gallon cost for gasoline and uh, that is just one of the things that affects the cost of a home. And you may not realize how much that alone adds to the cost of a home, but it's fairly substantial. And this is a big driver of inflation is, is natural gas prices because we're so reliant on it. And let's talk about that for a minute. So, you know, gas prices are at least $1.20 uh, in my area over where they were last year. It's a high high cost, right? Well, what does that do to the cost of the build? Well, I kind of did a little study on this and I think it's kind of interesting. So if you're going and buying gasoline, I've determined that on average, when we're building a home, you'll have, let's say, three vehicles per day at a job site. And that means that there's two trips per day, right? A trip to the job site and a trip back. And if you build a home for nine months, let's just say 180 days, that would be about 16,200 miles. Okay. Now, if you say uh, a construction truck on average would get 14 miles per gallon, I think that's reasonable. Some would get substantially less. Some may get a little more. That means that you would be using approximately 1,157 gallons of gas. See, I'm doing my homework here. Okay, so you've got 1,157 gallons of gas, right? Now, what's the difference there? Well, if you use the $1.87, which was the gas price near the end of the year in 2020, with the $3.10 gas that we're seeing right now, and of course, this is regional. I know in California, gasoline is $8 a gallon, which is just absolutely insane. But we're comparing here in Wisconsin, $1.87 gas to $3.10 gas. That would add a $1,423 addition to the cost of a new construction home build just for the increased cost in gasoline. And this is a very... Very conservative number here, folks. This is not a number that uh, I feel uh, even, it could probably be a lot more than that. Let's just put it this way. It could be a lot more than what I just calculated out because, you know, many times like with our home builds, you know, I say three vehicles per day at a job site. It could be way more than that, right? We have some trades that'll have five, six vehicles, uh, with them, especially like framers, when they come out for the two, three weeks that they're out, there might be six 
different trucks that come out just for the framer. And then you might have an extra lumber delivery. And the project manager might go out there two times a day, uh, which would increase the number of trips. So this is a very, very conservative estimate at $1,423 per day. Now, sure, I have that for every single day. So there might be a day when there's no one there. And of course, we're not counting you know, non-working days here as well. So I think 1400 on the low end, it probably could be closer to $2,000 easily. And of course, if you have a lot of really big vehicles that, that don't get good mileage, uh, that's gonna increase it even more. This also doesn't really cover, you know, diesel cost and the cost of, um, you know, running a Bobcat and, and those kind of things. So, you know, you could probably easily add another $1,000 just for the equipment and in the extra fuel costs that you're going to see on that. So, you could be, you know, upwards of 2500 to $3,000 uh for a typical home in additional costs just because of higher gasoline prices. So, we've all seen the pain at the pump, we've seen the pain at the grocery stores, and inflation is is definitely here. It's hitting very hard. And that's just one aspect of it on in, on a construction site, and I wanted to quantify that for you guys so you could see uh, how easily that adds up, and how you know, uh, you know, a dollar thirty, dollar twenty, wherever we are exactly with the math here, increase in the gas cost really does have a profound effect on a job site. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of this is not going to go away. Like having more people buy electric cars, that's not going to substantially reduce this for construction because there are so many trucks that rely on diesel, and all the equipment runs on diesel. They don't have electric you know, construction vehicles and electric, you know, cranes and things like that. These things still run on gas and it's probably going to be that way for a while. So not really going to see a lot of relief there, but it does definitely add a lot of cost for your new home just for that. Now let's talk a little bit about the other aspect of gasoline and that's natural gas for heating and cooling your home. Now you may have seen the article out there and if you haven't, uh, they are saying that this winter, you're going to see a 53% increase in your natural gas costs to heat your home. And that is a humongous increase, and that is a profound increase for people. Uh, a lot of homes, you know, you could see spending in the winter, especially $120, $150, $200 a month on natural gas costs. Well, if that goes up 53%, that's a tremendous increase, right? I mean, you're talking you know, over $100 a month just to heat your home. So what is that going to do for the housing industry? Well, first of all, obviously, we know the gasoline costs are going to increase the cost of construction. It's going to increase the cost of the materials, and that's going to get passed on to the homeowner. But the increased cost in the utility is really going to force people to look again at energy efficiency and making sure that they are careful with the energy usage in their home. Of course, most builders do use programmable thermostats, use high-efficiency furnaces, air conditioners, and so on and so forth, but there's going to be a heightened awareness for more energy efficiency. There may even be a little bit more uh, looking into upgrading your furnace to a higher-efficiency furnace, upgrading your windows even further to better glass options or triple pane or uh, just higher you know, U-values on your windows. There's going to be emphasis on the air sealing on the home to make sure you're not wasting any energy anywhere. Maybe even putting a little bit of extra money into the insulation, higher insulation in the attic, better insulation in the walls, those thicker walls that we like to do with our homes, making sure that you know all homes have that. And of course, there's even going to be some 
uh, thought as to the net zero ready type homes where maybe it's not a net zero home, but you've built it up to the standard so that it could be a net zero home in the future with the addition of solar, uh, solar electric and solar hot water and those type of things. So I think there's going to be more and more driving into that direction with the increased natural gas cost to heat your home. I think also we're going to see consumers, you know, trying to manage their house even better, you know, turning it even further down in the evening, um, you know, turning it way down during work. Um, you know, if you have an older home, I think we're going to see a lot of people considering upgrading their furnace and their air conditioner a little sooner uh, than than they maybe would have. I know me personally, this summer, I just got a good deal for my heating contractor and we were worried about getting furnaces and air conditioners. So they said, hey, we got a hole in their schedule. You know, let's update your furnace and air conditioner. We know you're, you know, close to 20 years old. So I did, I pulled the trigger and it cost me some some money, but I'm kind of glad I did it. You know, my heating bill has already went down. Uh, my home's more efficient. I, I went from like a a 92% furnace to a 96.5% furnace. So uh, much more energy efficient, much quieter, a little better air quality. So yeah, um, I think a lot of people are going to do that, especially if they're not going to move. It's going to become an important factor in their home. And upgrading the thermostats, of course, and all that kind of stuff is going to be something that homeowners do. And, you know, this this is a pretty big blow when you think of it. Um, you know, adding, you know, 1500 to $3,000 could cost per home just for the building costs. And then you add in, you know, potentially another thousand or $2,000 a year just to, to provide the heat, uh, for your home, uh, that those are big budget eaters. And this is definitely going to hurt the homeowner and hurt the average Joe. And especially the people that are in older, less efficient homes, Boy, they're going to have trouble with this. So, these rising gas costs are definitely a concern. And, you know, it's something that <clears throat> if you're a homeowner and this is upsetting to you, if this is worrisome to you, you know, certainly you can make some proactive changes to your home and your lifestyle. But this is something that I think you need to reach out to. You need to reach out to your elected officials and say, hey, I'm concerned about this. I'm concerned about these fuel prices because a lot of this goes back on to our friends of the federal government and the policies that they're creating. And it's something that we got to watch and we have to let them know that we're concerned about it. And this goes beyond one party versus another. This is all government and and saying, you know what, we've got to look at clean fuel options and we've got to look at producing more uh, fuel domestically. And why are we shutting things like pipelines down? And why are we, you know, uh, restricting production and uh, all these kind of things and and say, you know, maybe it's time that we, we produce more because unfortunately, he, natural gas is the main and, and pretty much the primary way that the majority of the population here in the country heats their homes and heats their buildings. And, you know, it's great that the government cares about the environment and they want to reduce our dependency on fossil fuels for vehicles and things like that. But it's really not practical on a home build or on a construction site to have, you know, natural gas be this expensive because that is the primary way to heat a home. And electric is very, very inefficient. Um, Solar is very, very expensive. It has a long payback on it. So natural gas still is one of the most efficient ways to heat a home. It's actually 
not bad at all for the environment. It's actually good, for, you know, not really good for the environment. Nothing's like that is good for the environment, but it's um, it natural gas is actually uh, fairly safe in the environment, I should say. So um, it, it's a good fuel source. It's a clean fuel source. Um, it's much better than many of the other alternatives. And, um, you know, it it's hurting the average Joe, the average homeowner. Um, it's it's causing financial strife for many people. And inflation as a whole has is, is not been a good thing for anyone to deal with. So if you're concerned about it, reach out. Reach out to your senators. Reach out to your congressmen and let them know that we need to look at things for keeping fuel prices down, increasing production, pipelines, um, all those kind of things, um, and stop uh, you know, restricting those type of things at this point because it's only hurting the average Joe, the average consumer, working, hardworking families across the country. And as you can see, it, it adds up pretty quick. So we've got some math here, and hopefully that's helpful to you guys and informative to you as we always try to do here on the podcast. Once again, thank you for tuning in to The Home Building Hero, broadcasting live from the Bellman Home Studio. If you haven't already, please make sure to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future content. Until next time, I'm David Bellman, signing off.